0: This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Joining us in uh, just a moment uh, will be Jeff Gordon, NASCAR Hall of Famer. He is uh, moving around uh, the Sirius XM studios in New York City today, doing a variety of different interviews uh, with different shows up there. Uh, But obviously, this is an important time for NASCAR. When you think about uh, where this sport has gone over the last several decades, uh, now in his 75th anniversary Uh, of the sport. It has been an unbelievable development and even transformation of the sport uh, over especially the last couple of decades uh, to be one of the most successful business entities here in the United States. And of course uh, NASCAR will be Getting things kicked off uh, with their season, uh, the Daytona 500 coming up on February the 19th. But uh, obviously, a couple of weeks of business stuff for uh, all of the NASCAR teams down in Daytona uh, prior to that race. And of course, a couple of different races in the few days prior to the big race as well. Uh, A reminder you can hear uh, the call of the race uh, here on Sirius XM, on the NASCAR radio channel, on channel 90. You can also watch it on Fox TV. Fox Sports will be broadcasting it as well. Jeff with a little experience on that side of the uh, of the sport as well. Um, so we're going to be joined uh, in just a moment by uh, Jeff Gordon uh, to talk about uh, where NASCAR stands uh, on this uh, 75th anniversary. And we have him in the studios in New York right now. Jeff, Dan Loney in Philadelphia, great to have you with us for a few moments. Hey, great to be on the show. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I, I was thinking in, in preparing to talk with you, you're really kind of a unique person to interview when you're talking about the 75th anniversary of NASCAR and the growth of this sport. When you think about what you probably saw as a young fan, then becoming a driver yourself uh, to, you know, your time in the in the booth and now as vice chairman of Hendrick Sports, probably seen a lot of this uh, of this change go on over the last few decades.
1: Yeah, I never thought I would be that guy, right? That guy that goes, oh, remember back in the day when we used to do this, (laughs) you know, and and when the racing was like this and the the track, we went to this track for the first time, but uh, I have officially... Uh, made it there and I I guess that's what happens when you've been around for a while and and we're celebrating uh, and very excited to see where NASCAR's at in their 75th anniversary year and and you know again I go back to the 50th anniversary being a part of the sport then and how exciting that was and how the sport had grown at such a you know, a fast rate to that point and, and now seeing where it is today is uh, is fantastic. So I think there's a, a lot to celebrate this year as far as not just the, the past and, and the history to get to 75, but you just look at some of the places we're going to be going this year uh, and, yeah. and what that, you know, shows is how far the sports come, you know, street course in Chicago and the Coliseum uh, in L.A. And uh, and then we're going to go back to North Wilkesboro older track. So, um, you know, What's old is new again.
0: Well, and, and the sport itself has lent it, itself to uh, the connection with uh, the fan base that it has. When you think about some of the personalities in the sport yourself, people like Richard Petty, the Earnhards, Jimmy Johnson. I mean, that connection is, I think, as important a piece to how this sport has built out over the last few decades. No doubt about it.
1: Uh, it's always been a very loyal uh, fan base. It's it, it's always been accessible to the fans, and that still holds true today. And and you know those superstars and those you know big names. I mean that's what draws fans in, new fans, uh, you know, and, and continues to grow the sport. And and so you know you look at these iconic uh, names like you mentioned, right? Petty and Earnhardt and Johnson. And, and then you look at where we're at today, and, you know, you got guys like Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano and, you know, Daniel Suarez, and, you know, uh, you know, just the list goes on and on, and Kyle Larson, and, and it's just, it's great to see that the sport is, is in a good place and, and heading in the right direction, but doing TV, one of the perspectives that, that really, uh, you know, I, I took from it was telling stories and, and how yeah. important the personalities And and not just what they do on the track, but who they are off the track and and making sure that that resonates with all different types of fans out there.
0: So how much do you bring that mindset around that component back to Hendrick Motorsports when you're thinking about a time where we are right now, where digital is such a big component? Content is king because you want to be able to do some of that as well with the drivers for your company.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I mean, when we connect to our partners that that, um, help us do what we do, you know, companies like Napa Auto Parts or, or, um, you know, Ally, um, you know, Liberty University, I mean, that's just, you know, Valvoline Oil, just all these companies, they're not going to invest in in our company or in a sport unless Mm -hmm. uh, there's a return on that investment and it's connecting to their customers. So, you know, we're very fortunate, Hendrick, where we one have a great brand and our teams have been able to have a lot of success on the track to to get them advertising but we also have the b2b uh component with uh the hendrick automotive group but uh, it's a challenge out there i gotta say you know we're heading into a big year not just the 75th anniversary but we're heading into a year where um you know nascar is going to be negotiating a new tv contract and and you know we've got to make sure that as teams tracks nascar you know just the whole industry that we're aligned in all the right places so that Um, we can see the sport be healthy and strong and the teams be healthy and strong, uh, you know, financially that takes us to the next 75 years.
0: Right. And, and, And as you mentioned, with the TV contract coming up, we're in a time right now where there are so many different sports entities out there to broadcast all these different sports. You know, it used to be with a lot of the leagues going back 20, 30 years, you wanted to be on a core one, two, or three outlets, but that's not the case anymore because there's so many different venues to be able to broadcast these days.
1: Well, I think NASCAR's in a unique position where they get the opportunity to see what deals have been done before them in other leagues and, and sports and, and kind of see how they've packaged it, whether it's the PGA, the NHL. Um, of course, you know, NFL is kind of on its own island, but, you know, you can look at in, uh, MLB or NBA and, and it just and, and then you just look at your sport in general where we're you know primarily a, as a race team. We're funding through sponsors. So what yeah. happens on TV and the viewership is extremely important to those sponsors and what they're willing to, to spend to invest in the sport. And yet it's also getting more and more expensive all the time to to do business. So, um, you know, there's got to be a nice strike, a nice balance there between being on networks like we are right now between NBC, uh, NBC and Fox, uh, as well as a streaming service that's going to be able to offer up other content uh, and, and reach a different audience and then you know you're looking at how's that landscape going to change uh when this all goes into effect because uh, you know we're talking about 2025 when all of this would go into place
0: so it, during the time that, that you were driving i would imagine the the request for you know to be to meet with sponsors and and different individuals that may have even grown over the course of your time and i'm wondering how much of what you learned from not necessarily being in the car and driving but kind of being around the sport has helped you prepare for your role now with Hendrick.
1: No doubt about it. I mean I can I can go all the way back to when you know my parents got me into racing and, and what they had to do to try to put a race car together and the costs involved and, and the effort that it took and and you know it started at a young age and then I was very fortunate when I came into the NASCAR Cup series and went to work for Rick Hendrick. That I've got, I got to see just an incredible business uh, leader and and mentor in so many ways, as as well as the way that he ran a race team, and then even got more fortunate uh, around 2000 to do a lifetime contract and have equity in the company, and and get my eyes on the books and see how the business is run and see yeah. the times where the growth was there and. And, and the funding was strong, and, and you know, just, I, I always say, all the buckets were being filled, whether it's on the licensing and royalty side of things, uh, TV viewership, and, and, you know, the, the money coming in to, from NASCAR on the tracks, as well as sponsors, and so, um, you know, I, I've seen it go through these different waves and trends, and and you know I think we're certainly on the right trajectory right now. But yeah, all of that experience has helped me, and I'm I'm learning a ton right now. I mean, you don't really know what it's like until you get in there. But I I tell people I joke all the time. I I waited till I was 50 to have a real job. So now I'm sitting behind a <laughs> desk. I'm looking at you know emails and um com- you know, computers and data and talking uh, you know about fundraising and in our brand and, and, you know, how we branch that out, take care of our sponsors and partners that we have right now, but also find new ones um, as well as grow the sport at the same time with, with our, our um, key partners or our superstars, which are our drivers and crew chiefs and race teams.
0: Well, let me ask you one, one other thing, because, you know, here at Wharton we have a big data analytics department and, and just, you know, how much that kind of came into Uh, the mix for you as you were driving uh, and how important it was to have that understanding as you were going out on the, on the race course all the time.
1: Well, you know, that, you know, racing is an expensive sport. You can't do it without uh, proper funding. And, and so, you know, over the years first, I, I I came in and was just happy to be there. And, you know, my head was spinning, trying to, to learn what it was like just to be a competitive race car driver and, and, and fit into the team. But then over time, you start to realize, you know, how important uh, the connection that you have with your fans and, and yeah. the promotion that goes into, uh, you know, races and, and what goes into getting people to want to wanna sit down for three or four hours on a Sunday and, and tune into NASCAR, and and so you know, it's been a it's it's been a tremendous experience for me, and, and you know now I look at it of okay how can we connect those dots um you know to to make sure that we're we're presenting ourselves in the best way possible, especially as we get ready you know to head into the future into a next uh, big TV deal is is we want yeah. to be you know really aligned to make sure that that we're showing, growth and and right now we're trending that way if you look at the last five years um you know the numbers as far as uh, peak numbers of viewership maybe have changed in the landscape of sports and and just tv viewing has, has changed quite a bit but we've been up each year over the last five years and so that you know in 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 the world of tv that's um that's a very positive thing
0: Jeff, it sounds like uh, that the shift from the flame retardant suit to the three-piece suit has gone fairly well for you.
1: Well, I'm enjoying it. I, I will say that that um, you know driving a race car had its challenges that I I loved and and that was probably the most natural thing that I've ever done, and I'm was yeah. so fortunate to find it at a young age. But I gotta say this this role, I I, I just I'm soaking it all in. Feel so fortunate to to be plugged into. Uh, you know a well-oiled machine i mean hendrick motorsports um you know has been doing this for a long time very talented people but at the same time i feel i feel so ready and and and, and just excited about the challenges that come and it's every day every week something unique and sure. something different and i, and I yeah. love that
0: jeff great to have you with us today uh, enjoy your time in new york and uh, all the best to hendrick as you get started with the uh, 75th anniversary season
1: Thank you. Yeah, great to be on the show. Always fun to be in New York, and uh, can't wait to get the 75th season started for NASCAR.
0: Thanks. Jeff Gordon, uh, NASCAR Hall of Famer, who's also vice chairman at Hendrick Motorsports. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.